Hello and welcome back to You Glow Girl. I'm so excited that you're here today. Uh, today's topic is going to be spring fashion trends for 2024 and what to expect. This is always requested and I I already had some people ask whether I'm still going to do this or not. And so I wanted to get it out early just because February is already halfway over. I don't know if you're realizing this, but <laughs> January flew by. I have been so busy. So I don't know, February's half over and we're getting into March soon. And then spring is already on all of the shelves and on all of the shops. So might as well get the trends out for you early so that you can start to shop those now if you're looking for new things for your spring wardrobe. I actually like just got on Spotify today and they notified me that as of March 6th, so I have a couple weeks, we will no longer be allowed to record and edit on our hosting site. So I'm like, what is even the point of this host site anymore? Originally, when I had my old podcast, I was hosted under the site called Anchor. And that's where I would record and edit and everything and I could save my entire episode and then Anchor itself would push it out to Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Well, then Spotify bought Anchor out. So now it's called Spotify for Podcasters, which is not clever at all. And ever since Spotify bought it, I've had so many issues with my edits and it doesn't it doesn't take all of my edits, I guess. It doesn't keep them all. So sometimes I'm listening back and I'm like, well, I actually cut that part out, but I guess it's in there now. So it's really frustrating. And I've actually heard this on a ton of different podcasts as well, like where things will repeat because the recording was messed up or things just get cut off when they weren't supposed to be cut off. I don't know. Super annoying. But apparently I have a few weeks now to figure out how I'm going to record my episodes and get them pushed out because I have no idea where, <laughs> what I'm supposed to do if I can't record on my hosting site. So that's really dumb. Um, follow up from last week's episode. Somebody asked me, because I do consume dairy and because I do consume milk, somebody asked me if I thought that that had any issue with my um, like digestive health and my gut issues and my hormonal acne. And here's the thing, totally valid because I know it, dairy affects a ton of people in that realm. Um, for me personally, I did elimination diets where I would completely remove dairy and then after like a month or whatever the time lapse was, I would add in like one of the dairy products that I consumed. I would consume that for a, sh you know, a few days, five, six, seven days and see if there was any type of reaction. And I ended up doing that with all dairy products. I have never had any type of consistent changes, I guess. What I mean is when I took the dairy out, nothing about my digestive health or my hormonal acne changed. It was all the same. And then when I added them back in, nothing changed. Everything was the same. I didn't have any extreme reactions. The only dairy product that I do have extreme reactions to is whey protein. Um, my hormonal acne, like I will get so much cystic acne if I consume whey protein. So that was one thing that when I worked in the gym, I would if anyone ever asked me about skincare stuff, which I did have people ask me, I would, my first question was never like, well, what products are you using? It was always, do you consume whey protein? Because, you know, it's a staple in the bodybuilding industry. Everybody in the gym is crushing their whey protein shakes. So as soon as they told me yes, I would say my first tip is honestly to eliminate your whey protein shakes, switch to something else and see if you 
you know, have any type of drop off in your acne or anything like that. And every single one of them that I did have that conversation with came back to me and was like, oh my God, I am done with whey protein. I did not realize that that was what was making me break out head to toe. So if you're a bodybuilder and you consume whey protein and you're, I guess, obviously not a bodybuilder, but if you have acne, um, a lot of times it'll be like back acne or just extreme acne. And if you consume a lot of whey protein shakes, you might consider taking that out. But yeah, so back to the original topic. I don't know. We will see when I get my test results back whether or not dairy is something that causes issues for me. However, when I have done elimination diets in the past, there was never any sort of change for me. So that is why I still consume dairy. And also because it is so hard to get like a full day's worth of protein, like 130 grams to 140 grams of protein a day without dairy (laughs) because I can't, like I don't want to just eat, you know, beans and rice. I don't want to carb load in order to get my protein. And a lot of the dairy products are not as high in carbs as they are in protein. I also don't want to just eat meat all day. So I struggle really, really I struggle a lot with getting protein into my diet if I eliminate dairy. So I'm really hoping that's not the issue, but I guess I'll follow up with you. Obviously, I'll be honest one way or the other. Um, all right, let's just get into today's gratitudes. <laughs> today's are so niche, but I am so grateful for Pinterest. I know that sounds so dumb, but I just get so much inspiration from Pinterest. I get recipes. I get outfit inspo. Um, quotes. Sometimes I read a quote on there that just really hits when I really need it. And I just love the vibes. I could scroll on Pinterest all day, every day, and it never gets old. I love Pinterest. So I'm so grateful for Pinterest. The next one is I am so grateful for planes. (laughs) Yes, planes, the ones that fly in the sky. Again, so niche and so random, but I'm just thinking about how much I love to travel And how back in the day, if somebody wanted to go on a European vacation, it would literally take them like months on some ratty old ship where they would probably get sick and die of some crazy disease before they ever made it to the destination. And I'm just like, wow, we really have it so damn good. (laughs) We can hop on a plane for a European vacation and not think twice. Just get there, enjoy our time, hop on another plane and come home. It's actually crazy. So. I am so grateful for planes. (laughs) And today's topic is going to, again, be, you know, spring fashion trends 2024, what to expect, what to um, maybe eliminate if it's on your mind. Uh, Before we start, I just want to remind you that trends are trends, okay? They come and go. Do not feel obligated to jump on any trend. And the best way to incorporate a trend is to figure out your own personal style and then pop the trend into your personal style and your personal taste. You don't need to jump ship on whatever you're currently writing and jump on new trends every single wave when they come. You also don't need to spend crazy amounts of money on trends to be cool or popular or feel up to date. Whatever you're wearing is fine, sis. It's clothing. It is not a big deal. And that being said, I am obviously a fashionista, a little fashion girly, and it's how I like to express myself in a lot of ways. So I do like to pop in a trend here and there in addition to my current style. And again, this topic is always requested. We used to do fall, spring, winter, 
everyone always requests this one. So I just want to get it out there for you quickly so that you can have it for spring. So starting off strong, prairie style dresses are finally out. Do you know how we are all looking at the Target like Little House on the Prairie dresses and it was all over TikTok and all over Instagram and everybody was so mad about this trend? We can finally stop being mad about it because it's out. We don't have to wear these hideous Amish looking, sorry, that was maybe rude. I don't know if, <laughs> I don't know if that's the term I should have been using. Little House on the Prairie is a better, better concept for you to think about, but I hated those dresses. They were awful. I hated the like tiny floral prints and the all the way down to my ankles. I just, I hated every single thing about it. Obviously, I never bought one because I hated them, but I hated feeling like I wasn't being trendy by not wearing this ugly ass dress. Okay. So happy that prairie style dresses are finally out. So just starting out with clothing first, I feel like that's usually what most people are interested in. Um, quiet luxury is still going to be in for the season. So basically your elevated basics, white tees, nice denim with no words, no logos, um, think clothes that you can easily mix and match and create lots of different outfits, your basics, that's your quiet luxury. Shears and lace. Um, as far as this goes, like anything goes, dusters, shirts, skirts, dresses, etc. If you can see through it, it's good. It's sheer. Okay. Um, my favorite for this, I, I don't mind the sheer look. Um, for some reason, like tights and you know, the sheer like mesh long sleeve shirts, we were wearing them in the winter underneath other things, or you wear basically a completely sheer top and then you wear like a bralette or bandeau or something underneath. Those were trending all winter. And for some reason, they're like trending into spring and summer. I just can't fathom wearing tights underneath my shorts in spring or summer. It just doesn't sound fun to me. It's not giving summer to me. It's giving fall. So I probably won't hop on that trend, but that is a trend if you want to do it. Um, my favorite part about the spring one is the lace, like frilly tiered skirts. So we're going to have maxi skirts essentially that are frilly and tiered and lace. Um, the lace on a lot of them will be see-through, completely see-through. So when you wear it, you'll have to wear it with like spandex shorts underneath, but I think it is so cute. I think it's so cute with like a graphic tee or a sweater or a cardigan or you can make it really really casual or you can make it really really sexy so this is probably one that i will be buying and will be jumping on um metallics are still in they were in all fall and all winter i haven't jumped on the metallics trend really not because i hate it it's just metallics don't usually look good on me and i haven't found anything that was metallic that I was like, yes, that is the piece. That is the one that I need. Um, I've been a lot stingier about what I buy just because for a hot minute there, I was just buying, buying and buying. And, you know, when, no one needs to do that. Okay. I, I feel like for me, it was because of the micro influencer realm and like every girl on the planet who's an influencer is buying like $400 clothing hauls every week just so she can link it for you to make a buck off of it. And I was trying so hard to be that girl and like that's just not who I am. So I don't do that anymore. Um, but the metallics trend, yeah, I will say that in the spring ones, like on the runways and stuff, 
there was a lot of metallic like brushed into denims and other fabrics and I was kind of into that look because I don't think that that would be as aggressive on me and again I love the metallics look like some girls were wearing silver jeans or gold jeans that were like metallic and I absolutely loved them I just metallics don't look that great on me and there wasn't any singular piece that I was like yes that's the one crochet um this started to pop out a little bit in late summer last year and continued a little bit in the fall as well but crochets will definitely be in um crochet tops are obviously the most the most that i've seen as far as this trend has been directed in crochet tops sometimes like crochet bucket hats things like that i've actually already thrifted a couple i just thrifted two crochet tops that i love and it kind of goes with the sheer trend. They're textured, they're breezy, they're see-through. I'm here for it. I think it's gonna be cute for spring and summer. So that one I am in on. Micro mini skirts, micro mini skirts, dresses, and shorts. We're talking like that it looks like bloomers. Like they are literally like spandex shorts, barely covering anything. Um, skin tight this time. So back in the day we used to wear like the world's tiniest denim shorts and they were kind of like a little bit looser and our cheeks would kind of be fluffing out the bottom. I don't think it's that this time. It's like a classier version. They are high-waisted and they are usually tight enough that like your cheeks aren't popping out the bottom or anything like that. But micro shorts are very much in. Um, I'm okay with the mini skirts, the micro mini skirts, because maxis and middies have been having a moment and they don't look it as good on me as mini skirts i'm here for mini skirts mini dresses mini shorts because my best feature is my legs so that's the only thing that i have that i can show off and whenever we did the long the long trending skirts i was like uh this is not hitting for me very well micro fringe is in i don't really i guess i don't really know like where we're incorporating this because I don't know think like gatsby style fringe like really really skinny it's like thread almost so to me it's like a gatsby 1920s dress how it has like the really really skinny fringe that's the that's what they mean by micro fringe so somehow we're supposed to incorporate that i'm not entirely sure how <laughs> how i would like to do that or if i will i'm not anti-fringe but i just i don't feel like i wear it that often so girly prep is in for spring and summer we kind of did this a little bit in the fall but it's it's more of like a mix of like masculine and feminine so the collared shirts that were in last fall and winter are still very very much in and i think vintage polos are kind of where we're going to be going with it in the spring so think like 2009 2010 like hollister abercrombie polos like that's the vibe um so maybe think about pairing that collared shirt with like a feminine skirt of some sort for this girly prep look. Basically, we're trying to mix masculine and feminine and end up with a preppy style. Old vintage art patterns. This was all over the runway too. This one, <laughs> so think like vintage art, meaning like literal art paintings. So think about like the Mona Lisa or some sort of old vintage painting and then we're getting that vibe from the clothes so it looks like somebody's wearing an old vintage painting on their clothes also this could you know 
fit the crochet. Crochet is kind of like an ancient art that's still, you know, alive and well today. Quilting, so quilted patterns on clothes, jackets, shirts, hats, things like that. That's what they mean by old vintage art patterns. I'm not I'm not opposed to it. I I don't hate it. I just don't know that it's something that I'm going to jump all over again. Um, cutesy girly grandma style button ups, um, like button up cardigans. Sorry. So think like literally this is when thrifting comes super in handy for any of you. Y'all could just hop in a thrift store, find a grandma style button up and that's going to be trending. And that one is supposed to continue through the summer. I'm not really sure how we're supposed to be wearing sweaters in the summertime, but you know, I wouldn't focus too much on it being grandma style. So just like a cutesy girly little cardigan button up. Okay. Socks with the heels and the sandals and the loafers that was seeping into the scene last fall and last winter as well. It stayed here all winter and it is still going strong for spring, potentially summer. Again, it's one of those things like how are, who's wearing socks and with their heels in the summer? Like, why are we, I don't want to carry winter things into spring and summer, but as far as spring goes, we're still wearing heel, uh, socks with all of our heels, sandals, and loafers. Bows will absolutely still be strong all of 2024. So bows in your hair, bows on your dresses, shoes, pants, etc. Just go wild with your bows. I love the bows. I think they're so cute in the hair. I saw a lot of people complaining that like there's an age limit of like seven-year-old girls for bows. I disagree. I think that they are so cute and it makes – you could wear like the most masculine outfit and then throw a bow and it just makes it so chic. I don't know. I love a bow. So hop on board or don't. I don't really care. Bold florals, um, but more specifically roses. This obviously was in play last summer and last fall as well. Um where we were all wearing like that rose choker necklace. Um, but roses 100% are still in. Printed roses are fine, but even more specific 3D roses. So physical roses popping off of everything. If you're a DIY girly like me, it's easy. An easy way to incorporate this um, would be to go to like a craft store, find pretty roses that you like that are reasonably flat. Like it can't be, you know, a three inch rose head it needs to be reasonably flat and then just create like pens or brooches out of them and then you can add this to any outfit i did this last summer and i created like a few different rose pens and i put them on like a clip base so i was able to add them to like three to four different necklace bases and then i also could easily clip them onto outfits Maybe I should make a video about this, but <laughs> essentially I just DIY'd some roses and then you could add them to whatever you want to add them to and you can mix and match. That way you don't have to go out and buy like 10 new things that have roses actually attached to them. But feel free, buy, buy the roses, whatever, I don't care. Drop waist dresses. Um, so some that I have seen are very chic and I do think it can be a very cute look. I'm not that excited about this one solely for all my girlies who, you know, dealt with like the 90s supermodel skinny era because that's what this dress is giving. Okay. This dress is like the version of low rise pants in dress form where the seam or like the waist snatching seam falls right at your hip bones. 
So if you think of like a skater dress, the seam falls right at the smallest part of your waist. And then, you know, it gives you a really nice hourglass shape. But this drop waist dress, the the seam in the middle of the dress is literally hitting at your hip bones, which is usually the widest part of a female body. But if you're bigger in the middle or apple shaped or if you have any type of belly pooch or fupa, this style can be so unforgiving. So I feel like this is one that we're going to see on a bunch of skinny girls, petite girls, stuff like that. But I don't think that this one is going to go too crazy because unless they start shaping them differently, it is such an unforgiving look on most people. So take it or leave it. Um, Satin trench coats. So trench coats are always in, will forever be in. They are a staple. They are a classic. Um, But specifically going into spring, you'll see more satin trench, trench coats. I wouldn't focus on this too much just because Obviously, we're going into spring. You're not going to wear a trench coat in the summertime. So if you don't have this, I wouldn't put it at the top of your list. Moving into denim, obviously, skinnies are still out. Baggy denim is still in. However, we will see a little bit of a shift this year from the ultra, ultra baggy jean to a more classic straight leg. So you'll still see the baggy. It's just not going to be like pooling at your feet type of baggy. Um, the barrel jeans, I actually didn't know this. I just bought all these barrel jeans because I love, love, love the shape that it gives. But the number one trending jean uh, trend for 2024 apparently will be the barrel jeans. And they are set to be the most popular jean this year. Um, basically, to me, it's kind of giving like the mom jean. We're bringing that back where it's fits at the waist, kind of blows out a little bit, gives you that like outward flow silhouette and a little bit of a baggy vibe mid leg and then comes back in to be either more structured or cinched at the ankle. To me, that was like what the mom jean did. So um, the barrel jean is just a much more exaggerated fit of the mom jean, which actually the mom jean look was like one of my favorites and it looked the best on my body. So that makes so much sense why I love the barrel jeans. Um, If you have any super super, super baggy jeans in your cart right now, I would just hold off um, because they are going to trickle trickle out a little bit for 2024. Um, the denim skirts, you can still absolutely rock your denim maxi, but it is likely phasing out a little bit in 2024 as well. Obviously, we'll still see a bunch of them because everyone and their dog just bought them in fall and winter. However, we are moving back into the classic like satin, midi, or maxi. Um, which again, this is classic. It is such an easy thing to style. I think, um, I actually do have the satin middies. I have a satin midi, two satin middies, but I never did buy the denim one just because the satin one is so much easier to style and it is a classic. So lastly for denim, this one kind of feels like a nightmare to me, but, um, capris are coming back. (laughs) I think the last time I wore capris was in like the sixth or seventh grade or something like that um currently i'm not excited for these to come back i guess we'll see where it goes they were showing capris on the runway and some celebrities are starting to wear capris i i have no idea how i feel about this i'm i'm so confused i it's kind of like a mix between skinny jeans and bermuda shorts so i just don't which you know skinny jeans are a faux pas now and Bermuda shorts were always awful. So I just don't get 
I, I don't get it, but I guess we'll see where it goes. Maybe they'll make them cuter and maybe I'll jump on board. I, you'll have to let me know how you feel about that because Capri's was shocking to me. I did not think I would see the day where Capri's would be back in, but here we are. Bags, moving into bags. Um, big bags are in, not for nighttime. A clutch is still going to be your go-to for like an evening look, but big bags for daytime for sure. Um, for the big bags, think like big, slouchy, labelless, minimalistic, anything that fits that realm. Um, I have never been a purse girly, truly. I've been trying to get into them a little bit more because I'm, I don't want to be the, the, the annoying girl anymore who pawns off all of her stuff onto like her husband or her friends to hold when we go out anywhere. Um, I just, I've never been a purse girly, but I'm trying so hard. I'm also not really in the era where I'm going to the club and don't want to carry a purse anymore. I am, you know, I'm having a more luxury evening if I go out. So carrying a purse isn't that hard. I'm also not getting like sloshed and blackout drunk. So I'm not going to lose my purse. I feel like all of those were also reasons why I didn't want to carry a purse. But anyway, back to this. I am so damn happy that those stupid micro bags are out. You know those like ridiculous tiny ones that people were carrying that you quite literally could not even put a chapstick in, a chapstick in? Like what in the world was that? We were literally carrying Barbie purses around. I mean, I never did. I thought it was the dumbest thing I've ever seen, but so many celebrities hopped on board. So many girly pops on the internet hopped on board why sometimes some trends like we just have to say no okay and that tiny tiny micro bag was a just say no situation so even though i'm not a bag girly i am so happy to see big bags are in instead of those stupid micro bags because at least you can carry something in this okay puffer bags um will also be out but i think that's just because like puffer jackets are also out for spring and summer. You know what I mean? It's a winter coat. Nobody's wearing that in spring or summer. So nobody's carrying their big puffer bag into spring and summer this year. Uh, the bags that will be most in uh, will be your woven bags. So crochet bags, basket weave bags. It could be like leather if the leather is woven together or looks like it's braided, something like that. Anything that gives off like the braided or basket weave vibe, no matter what the material is, it's gonna fit for the woven bag trend. Um, overall with purses, we're looking for like less structure this year and more slouch. Um, I, love a I love a slouchy bag, but this one also makes me just a little bit sad because I also love a structured bag. Like I love when I can go to brunch and like I can set my purse over on the far edge of the table and it stands up on its own. I just feel like it looks so chic. I don't know. Anyway, structured bags are a little less go-to this year and slouchy bags will be a little more in. Um, obviously, millennial looks are still in. 90s, 2000s are still in. A little bit more subtle than years past. Um, we are not screaming Y2K anymore. Thank God. Uh, that's, that's dying. And the nineties have consistently been more dominant than the two thousands overall. But with some of the trends, we are seeing more of like 2010s, like that era. So we'll just, you know, run with that if you will. The side part has been returning. So let's all take a moment for that one. 
I love a middle part and it did not take me long to get on board with a middle part, but the side part has always just given me like a little bit more volume, a little bit more zhuzh for my hair, if you will. And I just think it's so classy looking if done right. Like if you've got these beautiful curls and a side part, I don't know, it just hits different. It looks, I don't, I love it. I love a side part. That's the millennial in me, I guess, but colors for the new year millennial pink okay so millennials are having a moment because obviously 90s 2000s 2010s side parts coming back capris are coming back millennial pink is one of the colors of this season so spring and summer we'll see a lot of millennial pink which is basically just a soft pink pastel pink um think paris hilton okay soft powder blues are going to be in cobalt blue is very very hot for spring i'm not entirely sure how far cobalt blue is going to go but it is one of the colors for 2024 a soft pastel sage or like pistachio green is popular red is definitely still in cherry red burgundy red any of those and then super soft yellow like think butter like buttery yellow color which I love that version of yellow. I have a few things in that version of yellow, like a super soft butter yellow. Yellow has never looked good on me, but this particular shade of yellow does look good on me. It looks great with my hair. It look makes me look tan. I love it. So I'm very excited that that's a trending color this year. As far as shoes go, um, the mesh shoe is still strong. I didn't jump on board with this one. I I maybe i will i don't know if i find the right shoe i just wasn't loving the mesh thing but it is still strong ballet flats are still very very strong and they will continue through spring and summer for sure the slingback kitten heel is still the number one heel going into spring and summer this was popular in fall and winter some people didn't want to get on board because they felt like it was grandma-ish but you know, ditching our four to six inch stilettos is absolutely fine by me. So I love the kitten heel. I think it just adds a little bit of elegance and it's chic, but it's not overdone. And then they're not super uncomfortable. Walking around in like four to six inch stilettos is the worst of the worst. So I'm fine with that leaving. And then as far as shoes go, this was my sad one. A lot of people will be really happy to hear this. I was very sad to hear this, but flip-flops are back in. Thong sandals where like the plastic piece just slides between your big toe and your middle toe. Personally, I've always hated this shoe, even back in, you know, the 2000s when this was like the only shoe anyone had. I've always hated them. I think they're super uncomfortable. I think the way they like flip-flop, flip-flop literally when you walk is annoying. Um, they, they just don't make any, they don't elevate any outfit, uh, but they were all over the runways. So all of your cloud slides and any type of like slip on shoe is apparently out and your basic $5 old Navy flip flops are back in. If you still have a bunch of those, uh, you're in style. So tear it up. And then lastly, jewelry. Chunky jewelry is coming back in, not necessarily like chunky 2000s um, necklaces, but maximalist jewelry where we're stacking lots of bracelets, lots of rings, layering necklaces, etc. 
I'm good with this one. I love texture. I've always loved maximalist maximalist jewelry looks. Um, mixing metals is still high right now as well. Blending your silvers and your golds together in different stacks, wearing both as rings. Um, still perfectly acceptable. Charms are back in. This one was a little bit weird to me, but like charm necklaces, charm bracelets, bonus points if they're personalized to you. Um, I can't say I'll be jumping on board with this. I don't know. The charm necklace is a little bit cuter to me than the charm bracelet. I have like trauma from charm bracelets back in the day. Fun little story for you is I had a friend who she bought like we had those charm bracelets that like linked in and it was like some charms would be like 70 bucks per charm. She bought like all of the most expensive ones, spoiled rotten. I don't care if you know who I'm talking about. We're not friends, so it's fine. But she came to my house for a slumber party where she apparently lost her bracelet. She then proceeded to tell her parents that I stole her bracelet. Please get out. For the love of God, your bracelet was ugly as all get out. I promise you I didn't steal it. And also your wrist was nine times bigger than mine. I didn't steal your bracelet. Um, clearly I'm still salty about this because she told her parents that I stole it. So then her, also it's personalized to you. Okay. She quite literally had like dance and cheerleading and like stuff like that on it. I wasn't any of those things. Okay. I don't want your bracelet. <laughs> Be so for real. You didn't even have any animals on yours. And also I had the same charm bracelet and mine was covered in all the things I loved. Okay. It had like tires, tigers and lions and bears. Oh my. And dogs and cats and puppy paw prints. Mine was covered in animals, okay? The important stuff. Yours was covered in like cheer pom-poms and had nothing to do with me in my life. I didn't take your bracelet. <laughs> but she told her parents that I stole it and then her parents, grown-ass humans, okay? Grown-ass adults came to my parents' house and asked my parents to write them a check for this charm bracelet and claimed that it was worth like 500 some dollars. I mean, absolutely asinine. And I... To this day, I do feel like my parents paid for it. Mom and dad, if you did that, I owe you. Um, actually, we should we should just bandwagon and go to her house and knock on the door and tell them how, how stupid they are. I mean, truly, I cannot fathom being a grown-ass adult and going to someone else's house and being like, you owe me $500 for this bracelet that your daughter stole. Like, sis, please. No. Okay. Um. <laughs> I'm, I still think about this to this day. And like now, I wish that I was the girl I am now back then because my I, A, I'm intelligent, okay? I have no shame in letting you know that I'm very intelligent. I have a lot of words in my vocabulary, but also I am vicious now. Like you come from me, mm, not that big of a deal. You come from my family, you, you will burn. I will burn you to the ground and I do not care who you are. I don't care. I don't care anything about your life. I see red. You come from my family. You asked my parents. We did not grow up with a lot of money, okay? And you asked my parents to pay for this. You know, looking back, they used to be the family that would like, they'd be like, oh, we're so rich and we're so wealthy and we have all of these things. I'm like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. It was all for show. So um, anyway, sleazy type of people, the dirtiest and grimiest of the grimies. And we're not friends anymore, so I don't give a shit. But it's still, it still hits home because I just wish I was today's girly back then. 
so that I could tell this girl what's up. But I was shy and I was insecure and I was all of the sad things, a little, a little wimpy puppy back then. And I grew into a big dog now. Okay, so show up, pull up. <laughs> um, okay, so that's all I really have for the trends, the actual trends. Not a lot's changing. If it was in fall or winter, it's coming in hot. I would say the only thing that's really changing. Oh, I forgot to say that with the colors, um, leopard print and zebra print are very much back in as well. That's, you know, oh, and polka dots. All of those were, you know, circa 2000, what, like 2005 to 2010. Those were all like pretty, pretty strong. But I don't, I don't really know. I feel like a lot of people are hopping on the leopard trend really quickly. And I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. But um, as far as shopping in general goes, consumerism is down. A lot of people are pushing less consumerism, which personally I love. Uh, one of the hardest parts about being a micro-influencer and trying to grow as an influencer is this feeling of always pushing products and pushing links and pushing consumerism. Um, especially like it's really hard when I'm – that's just not the type of person I am in general. I like to thrift. I like to save my money for things that I would prioritize over clothes. All these girls are out here doing $400 thrift hauls every week – or not thrift hauls, $400 hauls every week just so they can show you new things and give you links to things. And I just don't have the desire to spend thousands of dollars a month on clothes. But I also just love to show and share that you can look good on a budget. It's never, ever been about the clothes. And it's not about the clothes. It's about how you wear them. It doesn't matter the budget or how many clothes you have or where you shop. You can always make an outfit look good out of whatever you have if you have style. I, coming from someone who didn't grow up with a lot of money and who couldn't afford to buy the new trending clothes all the time and the the best of the best. Um, you know, back then it was the annoying like $80 t-shirt from Abercrombie that quite literally just said Abercrombie across the front. How annoying is that? That we were just like walking billboards and we thought we were cool. But I want to be the person that helps show people like you can thrift clothes and still look awesome. It doesn't matter what your budget is, how many clothes you have, where you shop. You can always make an outfit if you have style. So grow your personal style. Everyone's capable of it. You got to figure out what works for you and what you like. And I think I'll end on that for today. So what do you love or hate about this new, these new-ish trends for spring? Personally, I know I said this, I'm not thrilled about flip-flops and I'm not entirely sure how I feel about cap capris. Um, I'm quite literally imagining flip-flops with capris and it's just giving me a little bit of like a, it's giving me a little bit of the ick. <laughs> but I guess... We'll see where that goes. Um, come find me and follow me on Instagram and TikTok. I will link those in the show notes. Otherwise, I will see you next week. And I love you. Bye.